Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Can you hear me? Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I so you. I don't even know if I told you this, but last week's was kind of glitchy in some spots, and I sounded like I was in a cave. That's so, weird. Because it, it doesn't sound like that on the phone. It's so weird. So I plugged in my wired airpods because my microphone isn't going to be here until tomorrow or tuesday but i did also move the internet booster into the pod closet with me Mm. in case that was the issue because this area is not known for good internet service oh so anyway welcome everyone to the coffee and sweet tea podcast i'm lauren welcome that's grayson (laughs) i'm in arkansas you're in Washington. Oh, and I'm in Washington. Yeah. So two different time zones. You know, we'll I work. just saw the just oh, I was on Facebook, which is never a good thing. Oh, I never no. do that. Guys, Facebook is not where Grayson was meant to be. I she never can't go on Facebook. Handle the things that she sees there. <laughs> but I came across a real estate firm in Monticello so I looked at the photos and then I found some of their and then I found some of their listings on Zillow yeah mom oh no I don't know who listens to this from Monticello Um, Shelly shout out (laughs) a freaking abomination to my license they should I they should get their licenses taken they are the photos the way that they are representing their clients is embarrassing straight like straight up embarrassing oh, gosh. there's probably no wonder like, those houses there, don't sell there can't be more than five real estate people definitely not five real estate agencies i don't know well you there's more than you'd think there, i feel like forever there was only one there was like the bullocks and they were the old school. I feel like they were, oh, wait, maybe there was a McKeever one. Anyway, nobody knows what we're talking about except us. And you don't even know because you don't know these people. But, wow, I'm really sorry that that offended your eyes. Straight up. It was awful. I can't believe. <laughs> oh. oh, whatever. This doesn't have anything to do with that. But did your new chinchilla cage arrive? No. <gasps> do they know what they're putting you through? Your my babies? Ladies, my ladies are angry. You're a single mother. Yeah, I am. Wow. So rude. What is it? What's that noise? What? Are you shaking a... What? Are you wearing a bracelet? No, not at all. Okay, I'll tell you if it happens again. Okay. It could be me. I don't know. I don't Who know what's knows? happening in here. Well, I've figured out that Lilo eats all of Nellie's treats. And oh. scratched her eye. <gasps> Sister Troubles. Yeah. Just like Darcy and Stacy on TLC. <laughs> so, well, that, no, it's doing it. Is it your hair? Put your hair in a ponytail. I, no, I, I think I just laughed. I just yeah, laughed. It's and, like a... Uh, that is weird. I don't know. I don't know why. It's your luscious locks. My hair's not hitting the phone or the speaker, though. Do you not hear it? No. Oh, my gosh. Is it me? Mom, you're losing your mind. But I'm not I'm not moving at all. Like I'm being still as a statue. Okay, just listeners, we apologize. 
for whatever that is. Or if I'm imagining it, that could be possible. Which is more probable. That's probably what's happening here. Um, yeah. yeah. So how was your day? Did you go uh, to church this morning? I yeah, did you did because you sent me a funny text. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I went. We learned about um we learned about God hardening Pharaoh's heart. Oh. So Ooh, I bet that was so good. I might listen to that. So just to be clear, Pharaoh hardened his own heart first. Yeah. But then God hardened his heart. Wow. Just Take to be me clear. To yeah. So thank you. That's all you need for me today. I also had a listening appointment that I won, so that's exciting. <gasps> Yay! Oh, that um, means they chose you to be their representative? Yep. Oh, because you're so great. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. So I won that, and then I came home and ate a drumstick. Yum! Guys, Grayson's been, I don't know if we've talked about this, Grayson's been on a gluten-free journey for months and months, probably almost a year, because we thought she thought yeah. gluten was killing her. Okay, I there's this sound. It's making me nuts. It sounds like bangle uh, bracelets. Um. Okay, wait. Don't move at all. Be totally still. Okay. And now let's talk. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm so um, still. Okay. Ah, I did it again. Oh my gosh! I'm so sorry, listeners. That just screamed in your ears. <laughs> okay okay we're just okay. gonna keep rolling with it we're gonna roll with it guys next week i guarantee you better quality <laughs> not every episode can be a winner so. but not every episode can be audibly sound i think that should be our slogan <laughs> um but we will bring you some like some funny what were we talking about oh free uh mm-hmm. so now introducing gluten into your life mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it's not killing you yeah which I'm is so happy for you it's so weird because i would immediately immediately get violently ill after gluten and we did the like we did the elimination diet to figure out like what it was mm-hmm. and then i just completely came off of it and then a short time after i completely came off of it I had gluten purposely and Mm -hmm. got so, so sick. So now, like months later, that I can eat it if it's convenient or whatever the reason is, um, it's great because I know that I won't get poisoned if accidentally gluten gets into my food. Yeah. And maybe you had to, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a medical professional or anything, but maybe you had to like rid your body of all gluten remnants, like cleanse it all out. And now you can like have gentle gluten, like one gluten a day. (laughs) Yeah. I was, yeah, I was gluten free for 10 months. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Anyway, are you going to talk about your jobs? Yes. Well, but first, we have to do a church update. Oh, yeah. Okay. <gasps> oh, glory. Hallelujah. I think we found a church. I mean, I have been like the people wandering in the desert, searching, being the, redirected. Just like the Jews. Was it the Jews? The Jew. That's how Hanukkah happened. They were one. Oh, I don't know if I want to go. Wait. There. And then but, did they find a bush on fire? 
No. 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 There's a Hanukkah bush. No, wait. Do I think that because of the Goldbergs? Is that not real? I don't know. Oh, no. no Bev. They, Bev. They only had enough oil to last oh, them right. yes. for X amount of days. And then Jesus made it last for way more. Really? Yeah, I Is think that's... Is that a real Bible story? I don't know It's if it's from the Torah or the wow. Bible. You were so good at this. I could have never in a million years told you it was called the Torah, even though I know that, but I couldn't have mm-hmm. gotten to it myself. Wow. Impressive. Is this because oh. you, no, 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 don't no. go there. No, I take it back. <laughs> take it back. Uh, wow. Okay. Well, anyway, I found a church today and it was a delight to my soul. Um, Shout out First Baptist of Bentonville right off the square. You have great parking, which was shocking because they're right on the square, which there's no parking unless you get in a parking, special parking lot. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, But yeah, I mean, I had just obviously for like a month now, I've just been like, hey, God, it's me, Lauren. Really want to find a church here. Like, please let them not sing fluff songs and... Um, don't let their pastor say anything crazy and I pray that it's big enough. It doesn't have to be huge, but if it's big enough that they'll have like a youth group that's really active and fun, um, like ways for me to serve also. I mean, I guess Daniel too, if he wants to, but anyway, really just worry about me and Madden. Um, so, um, we get there this morning. The first thing that happened, which really I was like, okay, so we parked farther away than we had to because we didn't know there was an extra parking lot. And we're just like, you know, walking, walking, walking. And then this, we finally get into like close to the church and this old man in an, like an XL golf cart zips up next to us and said, I saw you coming. Sorry. I didn't get to you in time. I'll catch you next time. And then just, uh, it'd be great (laughs) if he would have like caught a tire and peeled out like, you know, and gone on to pick up someone else. But he just quickly took off. It was hilarious. Anyway, um, and then we get inside and, uh, number one, we, we sat in the main sanctuary, but there is a balcony above and I love an, a balcony option. If you're late, if you're late to church, you always want to go to the balcony and my old school Pauliners, if any of you are listening, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, so we, they're baptizing someone right, right at the beginning when we walk in. And then they, the worship team comes up and they look really fun and there's no fog machines. And (laughs) all of a sudden they start singing from the day you saved my soul. And I was like, what? I have never heard another church do that except Indian trail ever. I learned that song at Indian trail. And that's, that is on my, when we moved, um, I did worship I did music like two or three weeks in a row and the leaders were what you want to do and that was on my top you know list or whatever songs that I wanted to do before I left and um so I was like god is that you is that you telling me this is the one so like I I'm emotional like I am tearing up I am lip is quivering I'm just so tired of looking for a church like I need a church because I know that's for me that's going to be a place where I 
meet people where I make friends. Like I just haven't had that opportunity yet, you know, like in our desolate neighborhood street. And um, yeah, you're spending way too much time alone. I know it's been really hard. <laughs> it's been hard. And this week was really hard for me. And I was really sad this week. <laughs> and um, so, yeah. And then they, whatever, they did other songs and they were great. And I didn't know them, but they were like, like, um, verse, you know, like, I never know what to call it, but like real words from the Bible, not fluffy. And then the pastor preaches and I really liked him. He had a lot of energy. He just moved here recently from Georgia. Um, And then all of their youth group sits like at the very front in the middle. And they were big, like a big fun looking group. And yeah, I just felt so good about it. I felt so good about it. And then, so then they said, they, before they were like, Hey guys, we've got some announcements. And one of the announcements was, they're so right now they just have their worship team up on Sundays but they said we're bringing back the choir and everyone started just losing their mind clapping shouting getting excited I was like (laughs) so they were like so if you want to if you want to join us like come out on Wednesday night I was like is it too soon will I be there probably and um then they said there's a special um (laughs) a special women's meeting uh, in two weeks called Sunday on Monday. So they're going to give me ice cream and tell me how I can ministry at a church. Okay. All right. Where do I sign up? So, yeah, it was really a great day. And then we went and did a little bit of shopping, a little bit of like got some last minute things we needed for school. Cause Madden starts school tomorrow. And, um, and we ate out all day, lunch and dinner. I didn't do anything today. <laughs> I needed this day, though. Also, sorry, I'm talking a lot. But um, three days ago on Thursday, was that three days ago? Sure. Yeah. Um, I got my second COVID vaccine and I felt fine on Thursday. I got it like before lunch on Thursday. And now one of my friends Got her second vaccine on Wednesday, and by three hours post-vaccine, she was very ill. Like, fever, headache, chills, like, uh, Mandy. And, um, yeah, but see, when she had COVID, she had a horrific case of COVID. And she actually had, like, the long hauler stuff where she felt bad for, I think she said three months. Mm. like no energy nothing so she was expecting to feel bad after after it but because her experience was so bad I was like oh my gosh so I was really scared that I I, I just hate feeling bad I hate being sick Ugh. I mean nobody likes it but like I super hate it it stressed me out so much I wasn't worried about like am I gonna have lasting effects from this I was just worried about how am I gonna feel the next day And, um, I did feel fine Friday and Saturday, both days. I was super tired. Today is the first day I felt alive again. So, um, yeah, anyway, so I'm double vaxxed and I don't even remember why I was telling you that. The end. Okay. So now moving on to mom's segment about her job. Oh, more about me talking. Okay. Do you um, want me to talk? Well, no. You can ask oh. me questions, though. Okay. I'll, I'll start off, and you just interject whenever you would like. 
Okay. And you know what? If I edited this, I'd probably cut that out. But guys, we're transparent here at the Coffee and Sweet Tea Podcast. We have no secrets. A hundred percent transparency all the time. Unfortunately, if we do a 45-minute episode, neither of us are skilled enough to actually edit it. No. So there's probably a YouTube video that could teach me how because that's where I learned how to do everything. What's said is just what stays. (laughs) Straight up. Also, last week was really scary because I thought I lost the podcast forever. Oh. And to this day, still don't know how I got it back. And I'm, I'm a little nervous that when we end this, it's going to happen again. And I literally just pushed every single button that was available. And finally, after about an hour, I figured it out. But I don't oh. know what I did. I don't know what I did, though. Well, so, shoot. I'm sure I can figure it out if it happens you're, again. You're smart. Okay. So my very first job. Uh, was really my dream job, sort of, because it was at Topps Pizza, RIP, moment of silence. Thank you for respecting Topps Pizza. It is the best pizza that ever was and ever will be. Um, it, it was a staple. You had birthday parties there. You went there to celebrate. You went there because your mama was tired of cooking. It was so good. And so I, that was my first job. Um, you know, normal waitressy things, ringing people up, you know, I had Mm -hmm. friends in and out of there. I don't even know how long I worked there. Maybe a year and a half. I'm not really sure. Were there a lot of Karens in Monticello? Oh boy. Worse than here? (sighs) You know, I really pride myself in being able to get along with everyone Um, that's honestly when, when I go on a job interview and they say like, what's a special skill that you possess? I look them dead in the eye and I say, I can get along with everybody. Even the people that nobody likes, I can make it work. And I really can. I mean, if I have one superpower, that's it. Um, but, but we had some challenges there. Uh, there were people who literally no one liked and I just, and also I, I have a need to keep the peace. I want everybody and everything to always be peaceful and um, I don't like chaos. And so I felt like I was always a buffer, but anyway, uh, names will be named here. Oh, wow. Names will be named here, but there might've been some relatives that were not Our Not to me. No, no of the owners oh oh no 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 so and I had a lot of I had a lot of friends and I made a lot of friends from working there so that was a positive experience um and then I believe I quit I quit that when I started going to college um which I only did for like a year because I could not figure out what I wanted to do. And I don't like not having a plan. It makes me very anxious not to know what's next. Um, And I couldn't make a choice. And so I was just like, okay, I'm going to take a beat. You were little. So I um, stopped going to college after a year and I started working at City Drug. Shout out uh, with the nicest man, our pharmacist, Uh, Mr. Mike, he was a doll. He was, everyone in town loved him. He was smart. He was friendly with everyone. I hope he's still alive, but I really don't know. Shout out Um, to Mike. Shout out, Mike. Shout out City Drug. City Drug has some bomb food, okay? I don't know. (laughs) People who aren't in the South probably don't know this, but 
drugstores in the South are like a drugstore slash gift store slash wedding registry, like nice things like your fine china, and then also a grill, a grill that they're probably cooking with the same grease that it came with the place in like 1950 or whenever it opened. So the food is the bomb. Um, so yeah, I started off working in the pharmacy. Uh, I was everywhere. I feel like most places I've worked, I've always been like the youngest person by a lot. Um, so there were a lot of sweet older ladies there that I feel like kind of helped take care of me and teach me. Um, and then eventually when I knew what I was doing, I had to be very patient with them. But, uh, I would also compound, not anything cool, but like special things that only our pharmacy did. So I would take one medicine, you break it down and with a little, I want to say it's like a pestle. It's like that, that, um, stone stick and you, and you smush it down and then you combine whatever else goes in it and then you make it. And it was, that was really fun. I loved doing that. Um, but that was short lived because there was someone else involved in city drug. What? And that was, that was Mike's wife. Oh, and I am not going to say her name, but y'all know if you're from Monticello, you know, she was a nightmare and she stole me from the pharmacy. She came to the pharmacy one day what? and said, you are young you know what the young girls want to do. And they're like, when they're doing wedding registry and stuff like that, I want you to come work in the gifts. And I was like, no, but I did really like the lady, the two ladies who already worked in the gifts again, older, they were like my mom's age, but they were so nice. Shout out Reba and Diane. And, um, so she took me to the gifts And somebody came in and they needed something wrapped. And she said, can you wrap? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I can, I think I can. And I started wrapping a gift and she laughed at me. (laughs) And now, you know, the origin story of why I'm so crazy about like wrapping presents perfectly and putting pretty bows on top. It's because I was, I was made to feel bad about my wrapping skills, which by the way, were subpar. They were bad. It was not good. Um, and so, yeah, the, I probably worked six months in the pharmacy and another, and like a year in the gifts under that tyrant. And no, no shout outs to Mike's wife. You no, are a wench. <laughs> no, she was not nice. Nobody liked her. Wow. She was super demanding and honestly kind of snobby. And I just oh. would look at Mike and say, in my in my head, of course, I would just be like, you deserve so much better than this. Like, you were a, a sweetheart to this whole town. Like, he would, if people couldn't pay for their medicine, like, he would help them out. That's, like, just the sweet thing about oh. small town stores like that. He would let people make payments on stuff that was super expensive. He was the best. Anyway. So, let's see. I believe, oh yeah, when I left the drugstore, I'm trying to think of what my duties were in the gift. Oh, I remember what I hated doing in the gifts. Okay. People would, we would make those specialty napkins for weddings, for Uh parties where it's got like the foiled letters 
I hated that. It's hot. I would burn myself on it all the time. It was it was a nightmare. Anyway, we're going to be done with that. But I will say, every time we're in Monticello, I go eat at City Drug and some of the same people. So that was probably when I was 20 years old. That was some of the same people who were there with me are still there now and I'm 36. Oh my gosh. Now, it does have a new owner. Mike and his wife sold it and moved to wherever their kids live. Oh my gosh, it might be up here where I live now. <gasps> I'm going to do some, I'm going to do some research anyway. Um, so yeah, when I left there, I feel like maybe I was, I don't know if I was looking for a different job or if I got poached. I got poached a few t- in a few different jobs where people knew me from coming into the place where I currently worked and they would like pull me to the side and be like, do you want a different job? And I probably was like, yes, please get me out of this gift department. And um, so then I went to work at probably my all-time favorite job, which was at the doctor's office. Shout out Dr. Reinhardt. We had the funnest group of people, the best of everyone and Dr. Reinhardt is a true professional. I love him. I would trust him with my life. Um, and yeah, I mean, like we had fun all day, but we stayed busy from the time we opened to the time we closed. And I worked there for, I think, two years. And then I had to, sometimes we would open at eight and I would still be there at seven o'clock at night because he was the only, he was a practice doctor, but he was also at the time the only OB doctor in town. So the only baby doctor. So everybody in that town of almost 10,000 had to come there to have their babies if they were, if they wanted to do it in Monticello. So we had like certain days where it was only baby days or whatever. It was, it was just super busy. And I was, I was just working way too long. The hours were too long. And, you know, like I would take you to school and then I might not get home until seven some nights. And that's yeah. not, that's not good. No, I would have been um, really sad. Yeah. So I had to be done with that, but I was really sad leaving that job. I loved that job, but I did get poached from there. Oh. Um, from a lady who worked at DHS. She was like the director of the department of human services. Oh, God. And, oh, little, God. little did you know your life little, was about to change. Little did I know. Wow. It was just sadness after sadness, poverty all in your face, abused children. I mean, like I several times plotted on how to take some of those kids home with me because I didn't work in the part that was like the children and family services. I worked where you applied for food stamps, but the children and family services kids had to come through our area. Oh, I'm sorry to the listeners. My chinchilla is barking. Oh my gosh, I've never heard it bark before. Yeah, s- sorry about that, everyone. She's that was... seems she seems to be upset. Oh my gosh, check on her. I don't know. I'll do some. I'll um. I'll, I'll do some um. <laughs> pause music. Yeah, like. They're fine. Okay, um. So. DHS, it was just sad. It was so sad. Um, And because that is a state job, apparently people really want state jobs 
I don't know where we live because you get really good benefits and really good retirement and stuff like that. So when I got there, uh, I was not well met with a warm welcome, even though the director got me the job, like brought me there. My person who is over me, Cindy, shout out. She'll never listen to this. She's not even on social media and I can't believe it. Um, she loved me, but the people that I worked with immediately did not love me because they wanted their sister, cousin, friend to have that job. And I got it. So, uh, I mean, obviously guys, eventually I won them over. Duh. They had to love me, but it took a minute. Okay. So um, that job was super depressing. After six months, I had, I already started looking for a new job because I was just, I would go home every night and cry. And so at this point, also I got pregnant with Madden during this time. Yikes. And ow, <laughs> I just hit my head on the wall. And um, Daniel was co doing contract work for Potlatch, Clearwater, whatever at the time. So he got paid really well, but we, he didn't have insurance. So I had to work so we could all have insurance. And, um, that is rough. yeah, that really, really <laughs> sucked. I mean, sucked so bad. Uh, I would just, I just hated working there. I mean, and I did again, met some really great people working there, people who I'm still friends with, uh, friends with them, but, oh, you just really need to like, not, okay, well, I'm overly empathetic and possibly highly sensitive. I don't know, but I can't, I can feel, I feel what everybody around me is feeling and that is not the place you want to do that. So, I mean, there were so many sad things that I saw there, kids who would be brought in for their visit because they had been taken from their home. They were in foster care. They would come, come there after school to have a visit with their parents and guess who doesn't show up their parents oh it's just just like oh stab my, my heart anyway so then I oh yeah we made it past the 30 minute mark again burr, 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 burr. so then we um oh oh then a magical thing happened you know, I said Dr. Reinhardt's office was my favorite job. This one was a very close second because I was treasured and adored here. And that was at the University of Arkansas at Monticello. Shout out Physical Plant, a.k.a. where they house the um, maintenance workers and the custodians. And like well, I, I got that job. And number one, I could go back to school. I could go take a full course load of work for 10%. I paid 10%. So instead of paying $300 for a class, I paid 30. So that was incredible. Um, I took advantage of that. I took a lot of classes while I was working there. Oh, and they would actually give you time. So if I went into work at nine in the morning and I had a Monday, Wednesday, Friday class, if it started at 10, I could leave like five till 10 go to my class, come back at 11. And that was counted as work. Oh yeah. It was awesome. Um, but I loved working there. Oh my gosh. My boss, he may be my favorite boss ever. His name is Jim Hudgens. I think about him all the time. He's not related to the Monticello Hudgens for those of you who are listening. He was from 
I believe he was, I know at one point he lived in New Mexico. I don't know if he was from New Mexico, but they ended up eventually moving back to wherever Henderson is, the college. Henderson, I think. Anyway, oh, that doesn't yeah. matter. Um, Jim was a gentle giant. He was a very tall man, a very tall, I want to say the character's name is Dilbert. Have you seen a Dilbert cartoon? It's like, he's, is that, is that a thing? I, I'm afraid to look it up on my phone because I don't want to mess it up. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Jim was the nicest, most patient. I just cannot say enough for him. I hope he's still alive. I don't know if he is either. He was older. But, um, yeah. And then the people I worked with were amazing. Like, good salt of the earth, hard workers. Oh, and it was honestly, I'll tell you what it was. It was me and this lady named Diane who again she'll never listen to this but shout out Diane um she was also very patient with me because I swear I worked there for wow do I only work places for two years but I left after two years because we were moving to Washington so um Jim, thank you for letting my mom work really only one year out of those two years because my brother was so sick and she had to to stay home with him. That's another thing. Madden was so sick when he was a baby. He was allergic to Arkansas because as soon as we moved to Washington, guess what? He was never sick again. And um, I would literally run out of off time and Jim would still let me stay home because he knew how horrible it was. Thank you, Jim. And thank you, Diane, for putting up with me because there were things that I needed to learn there that I swear I never learned in two years. And no one was ever mean to me about it. And, um, yeah, just they eventually told me, um, I don't remember who it was, someone there. I had three bosses. Jim was the main one. And then under him was Chester. He was a hoot. And then under him was Rusty. And, um, at some point, one of them said to me, honestly, we just hired you to be nice to us. I mean, we just want someone to greet us when we come in, which of course I did and answer the phones and that's it. And I, and I was like, okay, I mean, that's what I'm here for. Whatever. Like that's honestly, that's what I'm built for greeting you, making you feel nice to be the greeter at Walmart. Honestly, that's, that's the highway that I'm on for end of end of job. What the? Wow, that sounds terrible. Mom. I'm so sorry. As a senior citizen, I should say, um, before you die, I'd hope you just. I hope I could just hire you as my nanny. <gasps> yes, because I know. Kids, will your kids be good? Probably not. If I need a nanny, but I'm but, fun. <laughs> but that'll be that can be your ending career. Okay, I'll love it. And I'll, take care, and I'll take care of your weird dog that you get that's got, like, a janky eye and his tongue hangs out. Grayson wants the most messed up looking dog she can find so she can love it because no one else will. You know no one else will. I know, but, but sort of ugly dogs are kind of popular right now. Well, I have two chinchillas that are going to live to be 20. Wow. I don't know if I'll need a dog. So... I was really sad when my time at UAM came to an end. That was an awesome job. So good. I, I, I maybe liked that one better than the doctor's office. They were very close, though. Um, everybody was just super chill. All the people who worked there were so nice. And you know what it was? It was because, like, 
85% of the people who worked in there, what do you think they were? They were men. And men are just easy to work with. Like, I don't know what it is. And a bunch of them were like my dad's age and worked with my dad or went to school with my dad or something. So that was, that was a fun part of it too. Um, yeah. And then we moved to Washington and my wildest dreams came into fruition. I didn't have to work anymore. So that was part of the agreement to let's move across the country to a place that we don't know anything about. And I was like, okay, cool. So of course, Daniel got to make more money because we moved there and that meant that I could stay home. And that first year that we were in Washington, I think was the happiest year of my whole life because I, I got what I had always wanted. I got to stay home and be involved with everything that you did at school. I got to come to your school all the time. We would come eat lunch with you and come to all the programs. And yeah. it was just, oh, it was so fun. That really was the best. And we were in a brand new place that we didn't know anything about and we didn't know anyone. And so we just got to do whatever we wanted because when you live in a small town with your whole family, every weekend you got to like do something with them or what it just, or we would have to go down and see Daniel's family or something in Louisiana, or you had, you know, dance recitals that would last five days it was crazy and so um, when we got there we would just like google things and say let's go do this today and we did and we just had so much fun did you have so much fun in a Soton yeah that was a good time I just remember that being the happiest year of my whole life you're and Is not that, not like that a... I didn't get to do that. Not that I didn't get to do that the next few years. I mean, I still got to stay home with, with Madden being little. But it was because I went, it was such a polar opposite from what I had been at, where I was working full time for, you know, years. And then, I, and then I went to nothing. And it was so great. And I loved it. Oh. Yeah, that would definitely be something to celebrate. Oh my gosh. It, I just can't tell you how happy I was. It was so great. Um, so I think I can talk about my Washington jobs. I think let's save that for next week because one of them is going to need a lot of attention and that's going to be when I work downtown. <laughs> oh, that's what um, I was going to guess. Yeah. Yeah. Again, loved the people I worked with the boss. Not so much. Uh, but that's, that's for another time. That's for another time. Um, what are you doing this week? Anything? Mm. Selling houses? Slinging that cash? God willing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have a whole lot going on. I just have a lot of damage control to do for work because nothing seems to be going right in any of my transactions right now. Oh, um, no. So. Not your fault? Not your no, no, not no. Okay. okay. Um, everything's just taking forever because appraisers are super backed up, but that's boring. Um, <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that. No. So everybody say a prayer for Grayson's deals to go through so she can come and see her mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she can feed her babies, guys. She's a single mother. Yeah. You heard one of them barking. It barked and they're pre-diabetic. Yeah, so I'm pretty much having to save for their insulin. Yeah, guys, she's going to have to inject chinchillas with insulin. Pray for her. 
um okay well so all we have this week is madden is starting school i'm getting in really good with all the soccer parents they love me i'm making them laugh um they are giving me their phone numbers and uh uh-huh there's another new kid on the team named will and he has awesome hair and i really like his mom they're from new jersey and they just got here but she's not a snooky Oh, she's dang not it. No, that's she's, exactly what I thought. I know, she would be. I know, I know, I know. But no, and um, and then there's another mom that she is actually from Seattle, but they've been living in Bentonville uh, for 19 years, and I cannot believe that I didn't ask her if they're Seahawks fans. They have to be right. What if I find a Seahawks family here? If you are born in Seattle, I'm pretty sure they like you inject you with right. Seahawks. So yeah. then, my, then my circle will be complete because I'll have people to watch Seahawks games with. Yeah. Yes. Oh, please, Janet. Love the Seahawks. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's pretty much it. School, soccer. Um, oh, and then uh, Donnie, Cat, and uh, Daniel's mom. So Daniel's brother. Nobody knows who I'm talking Donnie, about. Donnie, Cat. They're like, is that a new kids on the block? Um <laughs> Daniel's brother, sister-in-law, and his mom are all coming on Friday. And the brother and sister-in-law are going to stay the weekend. They got a hotel, though. Um, They're going to stay the weekend. And then his mom is going to stay here for a week. And then Daniel will return her to Louisiana or maybe just drive her down to, like, South Arkansas and meet his brother or something. Like, she's totally driving. But since they're coming up here, we're just going to keep her for a little bit. Yeah. So that'll be a, that'll be a fun. They're a good time. I look forward to being around them. They're fun. So, um, yeah, that's it. We're just going to do some fun stuff around here. Maybe do a little, you know, some nature. There's lots of nature things around here. Lots of walks and trails. And then there's also Dave and Buster's here, which I've always wanted to go to. And a top golf, but um, I don't know if you're listening and you don't watch my Instagram, I'll tell you a fun thing that happened this week. Um, I was about to go outside and get on a FaceTime with my friend and someone pulled up in our driveway and I was like, nobody, we don't, we don't know anybody who is here. And out pops this sweet girl named Lindsay, who is from my hometown, Monticello, and um, she and her husband live up here. And he, he and I actually were in the same grade. We went to school together. And she brought me some macarons. And I'm telling you that because I made a story about our macarons. Is that too aggressive if I do that for my neighbors? Should I just make cookies? Um, but they both are super into Top Golf. And so they're going to take us to Top Golf one day. So we, because I've never been, I don't know what to do there. Um, I'm afraid I'll swing my club and let go. So whatever. I feel good knowing that somebody who's a professional top golfer can show me what to do. There's rumor that a top top golf is going in, in the casino. Why is it not? Like, I don't understand why Spokane doesn't have more stuff like that. Yeah. That, that would make a killing for them. Yeah, it would. Yeah. So anywho, um, Well, I hope everyone has a wonderful week. I don't know if I'm going to record next weekend because my mother-in-law might be in the room with this closet. And like I told you guys, like I've got really high ceilings and wood floors everywhere else. So it's not like I can record anywhere out of it. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. 
I mean, I do, but not in a, that way. But um, so I don't know. Next week could be dicey. Not that she she literally would not care. No, I don't know. I'm just saying maybe it comes out next Sunday night. Maybe it doesn't. We'll see what happens. Um, but we'll have something else for you soon because I have to tell you about my Washington jobs. And we yeah. have to make sure that Grayson's chinchillas aren't barking at her. Yeah. And see if she made any money. We got to know if your deals go through. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone pray for Grayson. Um, you can just pray for me because I need friends. But it's working, guys. It's working. And Madden for school. Um, cause this is the first time he's ever gone to a school without knowing anyone, even in kindergarten, he knew kids from church and then, yeah, yeah it's just like, who's he going to sit with at lunch tomorrow? Oh, he'll probably sit alone tomorrow. Oh God. Really? That, I mean, Should until... I no, I no. Okay. Stop. He already asked me not to work there and not to volunteer. <laughs> He doesn't understand how cool I am. Those kids loved me. They did. Like Amy Duncan. And they loved me. And I was so good at it. Somebody has to love the children. I'm just here to love the children. I understand. Okay. Would you let me work at your school? I didn't have a choice. What about it? What about in junior high? Uh. No. No. Okay. That's fine. No. It's, we shouldn't even talk about that. Let's not no. end on a bummer. Let's not end on a bummer. Let's <laughs> not. Okay. Everybody have a wonderful week. Grace and I love you so much. I hope you have a good night. And I hope your chinchillas are behaved and that they don't harass you. Okay. Uh, yeah. And um, I hope that this posts the way it's supposed to. Okay. Bye. Bye.